Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, degenerate punters of all ages. We're proud to bring to you your hosting team of the old dog, Virgo Sr., and the king of form analysis, the young pup, Virgo Jr., who together bring you the Hands and Heels podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, good everything. Welcome to Series 2, Episode 12 of the Hands and Heels podcast. King, a nice yawn there to start, I see. Yeah, geez, you're boring me already, mate. That's a wow. new record. That is a new record. We're six seconds in. Ah, sometimes I do my best work in six seconds. Okay. Not today. Um, yes. <laughs> I didn't think I'd get him speechless that early. I win. Good from me. How has your week been? No, good, mate. Nothing too exciting happening. Nothing too exciting. Bit no. of uh, holiday work. Yep. Yep. Very nice. And Easter is about to kick off, so that's a bit of holiday for everyone, really. It is, actually. Ex- um, except for Jesus. Yeah. Rest in peace, mate. We'll when, celebrate when? your death with a uh, nice punt tomorrow. And, and a chocolate Sunday. egg. Yep. That's but then right. he comes back, and it's all good. So. Yeah, the Undertaker. Um, Maybe not. You're racing the dead several times, young Um Okay, this has smiled rapidly out of control. So let's. So we're going to jump around a bit. We've got the feature at sale tomorrow. We'll kick off with. Yep. We'll hang around in Melbourne and knock off uh, a few races in Caulfield, and then travel up the highway to Randwick. Yep. How does that sound? So where are we going to start? Sale race six tomorrow, the Country Discovery Handicap, over 1,100 metres, worth $500,000. It is, and quite a cracking field, actually. Yeah. So on top of the market is Lombardo at fives, in the boat at a similar price, a showmanship at 550, the Inferno is 850, Brooklyn Hustle, 11s, Express Pass the same, and we go upwards from there. Um, I believe Showmanship makes scratch, as Bob Peters wants to race it on a soft track, I've read. Okay. It's been off for a while due to some leg issues, so I want to keep it yeah, safe. Yeah, fair enough, But too. Um, this pace on this race is crazy. You've got Savatou yep. Excel, Snapper in the boat, Serious Suspect, all only know one way, which has led me to tip two, which would go back, and a good prices. First one's Hal Vorson, run of his life last start in the Mooney Valley. Was it the Moyer or something like that? Boom by September run. <laughs> that great one. Came from the wide barrier there. No, only beaten the length. It was a super win, but... um. Drawn barrier six, you'll get back, but not as far back, probably with the speed on. She'll have its chance to sprint home. Andrew Mallion's ridden his horse 12 start, 12 times, 10 of those times is finished in the top three. Good track, no issues. Yep. Distance, no issues. This thing will be flying home, it's in good form. The other one is, I can't believe I bring myself a tip this horse. I never thought I would, but Brooklyn Arsenal. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it just. Look, drops back from a race and a heavy at uh, Rose yeah, Hill. I found a bit of trouble at yeah. Only beaten two lengths by Shelby 66 and Big Parade. Big Parade's short in a race we'll talk about soon. I think this is Oliver's only ride tomorrow if I read correctly. and we just confirm that. I'm pretty sure it is. But anyways, Barrier 13 will be near last, but um, we'll fly home. Look, I don't know if she can sprint that hard, but yeah. I'm sales on my leader's bias tomorrow. How Lawson and Book and Hustle will both fly home. Yep. Well, as I was just holding up my piece of paper, much to his disgust, if it was a video format, you would have seen his grimace. I also had Brooklyn Hustle, I think, on top. Um, similar to what you're saying, there needs no leader's bias, but it was a decent speed there. It's drawn to sit and swoop. The goat's aboard. Um, it ticks a lot of boxes. I think the other one that's interesting, and I think you, you skipped over and said there'd be a lot of pace, but one I think's got 
decent claims is Snapper. Mm, I think. No. Well, I think, I think it, will, it might race on Saturday. You reckon? It's an easier race. Yeah, but I think I think it's got claims in this. To be honest, I think you know it's dropped down in class a bit. It's dropped truckload in weight. And it can get a nice sit in behind the speed. You know, I'm not sure that it needs to really be challenging for the lead. I do wonder if 1100 is a bit short. Only knows one way snapper will think, lead, don't worry. Um, yeah, yeah, trust me. Yeah, I'd like to. I really would like to trust you. But I think, you know, in the boat. If it doesn't lead, it's got no chance. Um, no. Yeah, I think you're being too harsh. I think Savitou Excel and in the boat are probably the likely leaders. Even serious suspects. Savitou with... Excel is more likely to take a sit, I reckon, out of those three. Okay. Well, we'll see. But I think it's a nice price to have a little cheeky each way bet. But I think, yeah, I've also got number four, Brooklyn Hustle, on top. Caulfield Saturday, good for rail. Doesn't really matter because the track is most likely going to favour the pace force. It always does. But it's at three metres for those wondering. Race yeah. two is the Noel Rundle benchmark 78 over the 1,100 metres. Good old Noel Rundle. Hmm. I wonder how he's going. Um, so top of the market is a Clemenceau. 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 So what's two, – he's 260. Snapper, the aforementioned, is at sixes. Duchess of Dorchet is sevens. A destination at tens. Spin the reward elevens. And we go upwards from there. Find it really hard to get Clemenceau a beat here. Um, look, last preparation, much on a new level. When it's made easily, it hawks within one easily again at Mooney Valley. Went down the straight for and was just too good again there. And um, here, Sean Barry too. It probably leads if Snapper doesn't race here. Even then, it might actually lead from Barrier 2, but it will have a perfect run in transit. Will not be too far back. Let's drift it a bit, but it doesn't concern me too much because we'll see what happens on race day. It's only early markets. It doesn't take much to shift them. Yeah, it's never lost on a good track either. Jeez, it's hard to beat. I think Clemens, sorry, good horse. Oh, well, like, so if Snapper runs in this, you've still... Yeah, still have it on top because it can have its back. Fair enough. Um, destination? Gets too far back from barrier 10. Good answer. What about Duchess of Dorset? Mm. It's drawn too wide with the pace underneath, especially if snapper runs again. Could be caught three wide. Yeah, I thought, but three wide maybe with a bit of cover. Mm, don't know. You, it's too much of a risk to take it to hope it sits three wide with cover. Well, that, uh, that's what it I was think a pretty it plain can. last start. I thought Dutch the Dorset fresh and its fresh record isn't terrible. That's its first fresh flop. And it was beating three lengths and a benchmark eighty four. That's I was yeah. a stronger race, but it was at Bendigo. It had a bit of trouble. I thought I didn't think it got yeah. a full clear yeah. hit at it. But I think you know, like there's a lot of pace in there. Magnajet will go forward. Young Liam will go forward. Clemens Gear. Whatever it's called, will go forward. Snapper will go forward if it runs. You know, I think it could be set up for one of the sweepers, and I think if it does, I think Duchess of Dorset's it. Okay. So I've gone at number 10, each way all day, a Duchess of Dorset. Race four, Flemington's Elvis Thurgood, Gala La La Lee final, over 2,400 metres for the three-year-olds. Elvis Thurgood. Well, I never. Um, Mamma Menina. Is at four dollars. The Cunning Fox is at four fifty. Mediaro is at sevens. Ashy Boy is at seven fifty. Celestial Fury is the same price. Morpungu is thirteens, and then we go upwards from there. Best bet of the day, Mamina, the twelve car Cummings. Tipped at last start. It was okay on the heavy track, but it was uh, 
know how long was it? It was about a month into that race. It was up from 300 metres straight up to 2,000 metres, but it was good behind Honey Creeper, I thought. S page strong there. Car rode it, so she knows what she's doing. From barrier three here, it won't get as far back, I don't believe, which I think is the key to this horse. A lot of these horses are a bit of a query over the distance. Um, I reckon turn up Tommy runs all day related to Johnny Get Angry, I believe. But the Coney Fox was good last start. I must admit, had all favours. Um, had the good run there. But I think the interesting New South Wales four miles of Mamona are stronger. And I'd be surprised I doesn't win this race. I'm really keen on it. Okay. The, uh, the Canning Fox? As I said, had every possible chance last start at Bendigo. Not sure to get that again here. The distance, maybe not big query. Still a little query, I think. But... Patrick Payne knows they're trying to stay. Likes to juice him up too, I heard. Billy Egan won't oh. die wondering. <laughs> Barrier 8 is interesting. Where's it get to? It's interesting throwing some... Uh, oh, well. Throw it I in don't there. think Patrick Payne listens. Well, I if hope you do, not. Patty, give it extra bloody steroids on the Saturday champ. Um, oh, wow. Um, I have... I thought Station 1 was pretty good in the St. Ledger. I thought it, led, you know, it stayed for a while and then... Um, but I'm not sure the rail was the place moment. to be. Yeah, but I'm not sure by that stage in the day. I think they were getting off the rail. I'm not sure it really suited because I think it's going to sit. It's going to sit on the pace and it's going to keep going. And it's a matter of can they run them down. And if it's one of those Caulfield Highway type days where it's pretty difficult to get past anything, you'll get one heck of a sight. And at sixteen and four dollars, I think it's a reasonable bet. Okay, chief. So that's number five. Station one. Best bet of the day, Mamina. Okay. Right, six at Caulfield is the Bill Collins over the 1100 metres benchmark 84. Oh, Billy Collins. Uh, jump the broom is at threes. A chassis is at sevens. Juan Diva is 750. Forever Free is nines. Capriccio is 950. Um, and then we go well upwards from there. Yeah, I like Chassis here, which doesn't run in that sale race we covered. Mm. Who knows? We'll find out tomorrow morning. I've got a backup in case. But I thought its return was super in a um, listed race at Mornington. Changed stables with the mine used to stable, probably the best stable in Australia. And was good. Um, second up records, five starts for three wins. Distance is slight, slight, sorry, query coming back down 100 metres. But from barrier six, won't be too far off him. Richardson claims it down to 59 and can steer. So I think the right one will be hard to beat, I believe, uh, Chassis. And the backup tip in case I get scratched. So up between a few. I'm going to go forever free, number four. Good return to that Mornington Saturday meeting. Good win. Um, chase down Midwest to blaze the trail, but I thought it was a good return. Barrier one will get every chance, poised sitting leaders back. Second up record sound. One over the distance, one at Caulfield. So, yeah, I'm going to go Chassis, but I'll get scratched forever free. I've gone a bit wider than that. Okay. Quite a bit wider. I've gone Miss Albania on top. I thought it was a fairly tough race, but I think she'll get a nice run in in behind the speed. From barrier 15, you reckon? Mm, I do, because if you have a look, I mean, is there that much really? There's a bit, but I think, I mean, it is the widest gate, don't get me wrong, right? So that's probably why part of the reason why you're getting that price. But, a great second up record, loves the distance and the track for that matter. And at nineteen and five dollars, you know, I think it's just great value. Okay. It's never finished out of the top three over the eleven hundred. Never finished. Um, Pretty plain fresh, I thought. Every chance it um, Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, I think it boxed on okay. I mean, they have changed to a new trainer, um, which obviously is a risk. But I think, as I say, I'm who even is that trainer? I don't know. 
I'm hoping uh, he's been to the Paddy Payne School of little cheeky extras. Um, but 19 and 5s, yeah, I think um, I think I quite like it as a bet. So that's number three, Miss Albania. Race 8, see Ned's Victorian handicap over the 1,400 metres. Um, on top of the market's Ayrton returning at threes and it's drifted from 260. Can't win. Well, can't win. Bang. That's what Stable said. Just potted him. Bang. Kissing all four cheeks at 460. I am Superman is a tent. Uh, Bermadez at the same price. Um, my co-host's likely tip is at 12s being Streets of Avalon. Is this why this race managed to make it into the uh, thing and then we go upwards from there? Um, I like two. First one's Poland, number 12 at 26 and 7s. It was wide the trip at Bendigo last start on that Saturday meeting, but I thought it was good. Over this distance, stepped up finally to this distance, which I think leaves suited after some two decent runs in Group 1s. Yep, two Group 1 runs, and then it came to Bendigo. was wide and good. Barrier 4 here won't be wide over the distance it flies. It's one at Caulfield. I don't get the price here for Poland. I think it's in good form. It's flying under the radar a bit here, and I love the price, as I mentioned, to find out if it can get some luck. The other horse, I believe, I'll be tipping is Streets of Avalon, number one. Look, he came out in the All-Star Mile at $201 and ran third. Now... That was ridiculous. I, for one, was shocked. From Barrier 1 here, the track and distance, he's run 19 times for five wins, a couple of group ones there, two seconds and two thirds, all in good races. He leads from Barrier 1. And I just think $12 and $4, one of the toughest horses in Australia, he'll give you an almighty strike straight to Avalon, especially if it's leaders' bias, he'll jump single figures for sure. Quote me on that. Fair enough. Uh, you'll be quoted, all right. Oh, sure. Um, I'm writing it down right now. Something, something, Streets of Avalon, something. Did I miss anything? No. Okay, good. Um, I've gone pretty wide as well. I'm sticking fat with Foxy Frieda. Head-to-head head bet, Streets of Avalon versus Foxy Frieda? Uh, certainly. Right. We can add that to the list. I think I'm already up 3-0, so <laughs> I might not make it 4. Uh, th- Attack the line fresh. Has never run poorly. Um, I'm sticking fat with it. I can't see. I don't understand how it's twenty and five dollars. To be brutally honest, again, so I it's get gonna it. It's going to be last. It's drawn. Yeah, it's drawn sixteen. It may be last thereabouts, but uh, I think it's genuinely low flying. It's never had a bad run. This horse. So, for me, Making twenty me and fives. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you know how we feel. Um. So I've got yeah on top number eleven, Foxy Frieda. Yep, I'm with the Whisperer here of Streets of Avalon and Poland, because I know Whisperer loves that horse. <laughs> Race nine is the Robert Taranto handicap over the mile for the three-year-old Phillies, I believe. I think so. So top of the market is... Oh, no, Phillies and Colts and Geldings, sorry. Uh, so, everyone? Yep. Okay. Uh, top of the market is Glint of Hope at Falls. Dossier is at 7.50. Gundek is the same. Fortunate Kisses at Nains. Ancient Girl is a 10 uh, and upwards from there. Pretty town glint of hope here. Yep. Super return. Second up was good. Best subsequent subsequent winner of that race. Second up won a listed race in Adelaide last week. Yep. This horse will be going to the Australia, Australasian Guineas and will be hard. Uh, Oakstone be hard to beat there when it wins on Saturday. And, you know, it, I think Group 2 placed. No, yep. No, no, no doubt over its class. Time. No. Easy kill fresh, as I mentioned. Second up ran behind a I agree. great winner. It's. $9 for the Australasian Oaks will be $5 once it wins on Saturday. Okay. So, as I said, best of the day for me too. That's very, that was simple. 
wasn't it? Yep. Number six, Glint of Oak. Randwick Race 4 was the Moet and Shandon Champagne Stakes for the two-year-olds over the mile. On the mile, oh, wow. Um, so top of the market is sparring at 6.50. What? Race 4. Oh, race, oh, yes, sorry. Apologies. Let me just click across to race 4 and not randomly read the first one that's on my screen. Uh, top of the market might be some horse that you may have heard go- called Fireburn at $1.55. She's extreme at three ninety. dollars Williamsburg is eight fifty. And let's roll the dice at 12 and let's not worry about the rest. Look... I want to tip Chase Extreme because I know it will go forward, but I think out of all these horses, a horse I'm really keen to say with the mild let's roll the dice. And it was good last start. I had the second last, second fastest, quickest 600 metres of that size behind Fireburn. But look, I think this horse will eat up the mile. Fireburn will too, for sure. But you're getting 12 and 340 compared to a dollar fifty-five. I just think for you, from Barrier 4, it won't be last this time. Maybe it could be, but Barrier 6 or field doesn't really matter. I'm hoping there's a compact field coming around the turn and it will be Let's Roll the Dice versus Fireburn probably chasing down She's Extreme and Williamsburg. And I think Let's Roll the Dice will run top three and hopefully it's first or second to get a collect. Fair enough. I mean, it's hard to tip against Fireburn for obvious reasons, right? But the fact it's even won again is something right now. I think the mile... Do you reckon it will easily get the mile? I mean, you seem yeah, pretty confident. Probably will. Yeah. No reason to say it won't. No, true. I mean, it's certainly been doing. I mean, I, just off the back of the fact that it's got heavy form and it's run the mile, I've gone with Williamsburg, mm-hmm. but with very little confidence. But I think you know what you're going to get. It's a different form line as well, which I think is interesting. He's tough. He runs the mile. You know, at the, again, eight fifty. It's NTD this race. Am I correct? Yep. yep. So I want to. Uh, not many in it. So, yeah. I, I don't really like it as a betting proposition, but if I had to have a little shackle each way, it'll be on Williamsburg. Race six at Renwick is the Tab Hallmarks Stakes over 1,200 metres. <laughs> uh On top is Big Parade at $1.80. Uh, everyone's favourite, Kementari at Nines. Quantico at nine fifty. A gem song is at tens. Count de Repee is at tens. Senor Fox is elevens. Fiduce thirteens and upwards from there. I'm going to guess you've tipped Count de Repee first. I don't know, but anyways, uh, I haven't. I um, wanted to. I've but tipped Brooklyn Hustle. I'm going to tip Kamantari. First up record: <laughs> nine starts to two wins, three seconds, one third. Heavy form, undefeated, the one start for one win. Over the distance, no worries. Track, no worries. Nice recent trial. Didn't ask to do much. Just cruised around here. And from barrier five, I don't think it'll spot that much of a start. Now, big parade is extremely hard to beat, but the odds, no. I'm going to take Kim and Tari each way at 9 and 2.50. I think it's a decent odds for this eight-horse field. Yep, I think it's decent. Do you think it wins enough? Old commentary. I don't see why not. One last preparation at Doman, which is good to see. You know, it's one seven from thirty nine. That's not terrible. It's no, eighteen no. percent for this for this grade of horse. It's decent. Okay, thanks, Doctor Math. No worries, champ. <laughs> Did you just champ me? Yep. Wow, I've been champ, listeners. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't like Big Parade, um, especially not at that price. Never won in the heavy. There's a few things against it. And I say that, and I'm about to tip a horse that's never won in the heavy. But I, I'm a big fan of Quantico. Um, you just potted someone for being a heavy hater, and this horse doesn't even swim. Uh, 
Correct, but I think J-Mac goes on. I think it was ridden far too warm first up. I'd like to see it, you know, a lot colder. I think J-Mac will do that. Great second up record. I think it's had. It's never really run in the heavy. It's had a couple in the soft, but it had a couple of excuses. And, yeah, the conditions do scare me, right? No doubt. But, again, 950 and 230, I'm willing to have a little bet to see what will happen because I'm a fan of the horse. That's number seven, Quantico. Race eight, the Schweppes, all age stakes. Shout out to you, Gramsci. 1,400 metres. Uh, top of the market is Muwanga at fives. Uh, Forbidden Love at the same. In the Congo at 550. Cascadian at 13s. Tafani's the same upwards from there. Yeah, tricky race this. Very tricky race. I'm going to stick with In the Congo on the back up. Mm. Wardhouse Botnot they're doing. He's run, run over this distance. He ran Animo into the ground. From the wide gate, he just goes forward and he knows one way to do it. Correct. Bit of speed here, but I'll be surprised he doesn't lead this, to be honest. Um, there's no point taking a sit. Let a fast horse be fast. Last week, Smallfield doesn't suit it, in my opinion. And, and Marzu's too a slow. superstar. I don't, I That's don't, right, Smallfield didn't suit it. Didn't no. let it go fast. And it wasn't Tim Clark or wasn't a board either. No, exactly right. Tommy Berry's absolute knob. Tim Clark oh. is probably one of the best front-riding jockeys in the uh, country. And it's reflected by his record on the horse. Exactly. He's four starts with three wins in the second. So this yep. horse will go forward. It's almost each way. So take it all day. And I think it will be hard to chase oh, down. I and could... couldn't chase it down. So No. So who else is going to? Look, at 550. That's a flop. That f- oh, good, good God. At 550, that's free money. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was worthy of the cuss. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm calling it right here and now. If you, the more the bet, the more you bet, the more you win. Okay, um, you got a few guest tips. Um, First, we will go. Hang on, hang on. I'm just in in the Congo. In the queue. Uh, in the queue, go. Oh. In the queue, go. Okay. First tip from the guest is Gibbo's Golden Run. Has Gibbo over his spicy cough? He's got over his spicy cough. Race nine at Randwick, he said Art Cadeau each way, all day. Art Cadeau, how much is that paying? $12. $12? Don't mind the front man that race. Look at you spitting some value, Gibbo. Jack Cranston's Crackers, race five, Randwick. Hang on, on. just stop for a second. Cranston's Crackers? Yeah. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, yeah. Race five, Randwick. No, no, I did. Okay. Race five, Randwick, Capistel number four each way. Where? Ranwick. Race five. Capistel each way. Race eight, Ranwick. Sierra Sioux each way in the all eight stakes. And race ten, Ranwick. Fashionale number two each way. Thanks. Thanks, guests. Okay. That's fantastic. Where's a little Sammy Sayers, the pal drinking He's fellow? He's gone back in a hole after Animo ran last. The absolute cat. Uh, Animo's oh. boy enjoying a nice chocolate milk at the moment. The absolute cat. Oh, okay. So that's two absolute cats. Yep. Same right. horse. I've called it cat, actually. Yep. Not cat and tari. Um, Animo. Yep, yep, good. All right, just checking. Um, anything else for us? That's all, thanks, mate. So, look, we've benched the Whisperer. We've said, mate, that's yeah. enough. He's been dropped to second grade. When he's shown that he's ready for the challenge and he's up to be sensible. And he actually told us if the uh, rabbit is loose, the bollocks tomorrow, he's going to post a shooey video on hands and heels. So. Did he? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, fantastic. So, oh. go your doggies. Yeah. Buck, buck, buck. That'll <laughs> be something to cite. So, to all of you, I hope you have a fantastic Easter if you're a West no, Coast supporter. Other than mate. if you're a West Coast supporter. Yeah, no, you no, no, no chocolate yeah. for you, senior. A bit of a gut going on there. No right. chocolate for you, mate. Thanks, mate. Well, I'll note it. Luckily, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Easter spirit in our household. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs>
That's brilliant. So, yes, go to the doggies in all formats and keep the mighty fighting doggies can knock off Essendon. That'd be great. The bongers. Uh, so you did that. That's fantastic. Now it is dribbling. <laughs> Happy Easter one and all. See you in your order. Don't go changing. Hey, wait on. That's my bit. You went excited. You've been listening to the Hands and Heels Podcast. Hands and Heels Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Hands Heels Pod. And on our website at www.handsheelspod.com. Subscribe and share with your mates. Or don't tell anyone and steal our tips as yours and be the hero of your punt club, you sly bastards. (laughs) We'll see you next week. And here's the chocolate Jesus I got you.